Hello and welcome to the Happy Little Futures podcast. Today I thought I would speak a little bit about something that I've slowly been learning is quite important both for me and the kids um, in terms of just general mental well-being and mental load and also making it more possible to be mindful throughout the day. Um, And that thing is routine and if not routine knowing what's happening and having a plan. Um, The past few years have been very, very weird for all of us across the whole world. It has been bonkers. We haven't known what's going to happen week to week, day to day, even in some cases hour to hour. Um, My husband has had COVID twice and one one minute we were getting ready to do something sort of go out we'd got our day planned the next minute we thought we'll quickly do a test before we go just to be safe and there was the double lines and so then everything just spirals into a a a pit of disappointment and frustration and worry over what's going to happen and if he's going to be okay the rest of us have been lucky enough not to have it (laughs) but he has he has had it twice now um so so for us it's frustrating it's hard work it's difficult to know what's going to happen and plan anything um and not only that but as a parent we don't want to tell our kids things that could happen and prepare them for exciting things that then may fall through i don't know about you guys but i definitely hold off until the last minute before telling the kids that they will be doing something very exciting because if I tell them and then it falls through, I don't want to see them get disappointed. I don't want to see the upset that it causes and have to have to console them and try and figure out a way to do it another time when in some cases it might not be financially viable. Um, in other cases it might not be a pra- like practically op- an option. Um, and that's hard. That's really, really hard. Not only is as the child not knowing what's going to happen but also as the parent with that pressure on yourself knowing that something exciting could happen and then feeling like you're failing them or could fail them if something goes wrong and someone gets covid or someone be even if it's not in your family someone that you're doing something with could could end up with an illness or anything and it's things like that that we never used to think about beforehand we would have play dates and play groups and stuff like that set up all the time and if the kids were ill in some instances we'd just carry on and in other instances it was just like oh that's really frustrating but let's get on with life and stay at home have some cuddles make the most of that instead it just doesn't feel like that is always a possibility anymore and it makes things difficult on an organisational front, on a mental load front for us as parents, on an expectation front as a child. Um, I did a course last year, a parenting course uh, called Henry, and it was fantastic. Um, A lot of children's centres, I think, across the UK tend to do it. So definitely check in with your children's centre and get onto it if you can. and one of our local ones did, and it was brilliant. It was one of the best things I've done as a parent to help my kids. When we were doing it, we were discussing about the fact that if you say to a child, get your shoes on, we've got to go. 
they don't understand why. They don't. They if you turn around and go, we've got to go get your shoes on. They could be colouring. They could be drawing. They could be watching TV, their favourite program, and all that sort of stuff. And suddenly their world is turned upside down, and they're trying to be dragged away from that. And it's no wonder in those instances that we have tantrums and we have tears and very frustrated children and then even more frustrated parents because it's like, well, it's time to go. Of course we've got to go. What is hard to get your head around as a parent is the fact that your child is not in your head. I know that sounds silly and pretty basic, but your child is not in your head. So they don't know, especially at this age, they don't know that... We have stuff planned for a certain time and we have stuff planned that we need to get done by a certain time and get out in time for in order to meet expectations of others, in order to enjoy ourselves as a family or in order for them to enjoy themselves as an individual. So things that we can do to help themselves and ourselves in those situations are things like saying, when the big hand gets to 12 we are going to be going to nursery. We will need to have our shoes and our coats on before then. So we need to start getting ready. And then you can say, so we will start getting ready when the big hand reaches 11 or two ones, as my little one calls it. Or you could say, I'm going to help you get ready whilst we do X. Or when uh, by the end of this episode, we're going to switch it off and then we're going to get our shoes on so that we can be out of the house when the big hand is on 12. So it's setting up boundaries. One thing that I commonly do, and I'm pretty sure everyone around me is always sick of hearing, and people in play areas are always sick of hearing especially, is I say, right guys, I am going to set a timer. When the timer goes off, we are going to get our shoes on and leave. When the timer goes off, we are going to have to go home from the play area. When the timer goes off, we're going to finish what we're doing and do do X, Y or Z. I give them a boundary. It helps them to know that I'm not just going to take them away from something. They know the expectation and the fact that they are going to have to leave soon so they can finish off what they're doing. They can play with the toy that they wanted and they know that there will be time set aside for getting ready and leaving. Um, it helps me because I feel like I have something to work towards. It can be very hard in some situations. I was in a play area recently and it was just me, little man and littlest miss and the dog. And we'd gone down to this play area. I didn't want to go down to the play area. I hate play areas. But we went down and there were three kids there. The parents were sitting off to the side and the kids were quite, well, I say quite a bit older, definitely a few a few years older than mine. And they all wanted to play with the dog with and with both the kids, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. I encourage our kids to, to socialise and play with other people. However, the dog was very hot and bothered. It's been, been very, very hot over here recently. Um, I was getting very hot and was worrying about the fact that we were running out of water. And one of the children, the other children, kept trying to pick up my youngest kept trying to carry her up climbing frames and stuff like that I was obviously there but the fact I had to keep saying please don't and watching another three children essentially on top of the two that I already had with me when it was meant to be one of my 
easy afternoons because I only had two children um that caused me a lot of anxiety and as much as I wanted them to enjoy being in the play area I had to set a boundary for myself I couldn't my anxiety was getting so high that I couldn't deal with the situation as it was so I I set a timer I said little man we're gonna have to leave soon I'm gonna set a timer and when that timer goes off we are leaving and he he sort of I said to him did you hear me what did I say he said when the timer goes off we're leaving and I was like yep that's fine so I did that and we we headed off well we didn't head off we set the timer and I carried on following little Ismis and this other girl I carried on keeping an eye on the dog and the three children the t- the other two children and my my son and the timer went off and my son suddenly went oh I want to go and go onto the climbing frame and started to climb up a massive big rope climbing frame which I'm sure you've all seen and I was there trying to carry a bike which I never take bikes on my own it's a bit of an unwritten rule but I did this time and I regretted um I was there carrying a bike and a rucksack and little is miss and trying to stop another child from taking her off me whilst I tried to go and get a little man to come down the climbing frame. But I felt I felt for him because he loves climbing and he had obviously forgotten the fact that we would have to leave. So again, I set the other boundary of when you get down, we are going. So get to the top and when you and then I want you to come straight down and we are going to leave. And so and so he did and we left and it was fine um and even though yes in in hindsight it's a failure of the timer and you shouldn't have listened to me the fact that he knew that that boundary was in place and the fact that i made sure another boundary was set gave him expectations he knew that we would be leaving at that time and for him for all three of my children they don't understand the concept of time at this age if I say in a minute, a minute could be a second or it could be two hours. They they don't understand and it depends on what they want as to how long that is. Um, on top of that, they can't tell the time. So they can't look at the watch and go, yep, at nine o'clock we're leaving for nursery so we need to be ready. And okay, mum said we're leaving in, in five minutes so when when it's five to two we need to leave. So they don't understand that concept. So setting those boundaries that they can understand clears their minds. It clears my mind. It helps all of us to get in control. Laying out the expectations for them of we will be leaving soon so we need to have our shoes on. It tells them what we are going to be doing and why. And if I can try and create that time constraint in a way that they will understand it will help to free up their mind for doing other things, for enjoying what they're doing and not freak out too much. I'm not saying they don't always freak out, but not freak out too much when it does come to leaving and having to get our shoes on. So I hope that's something helpful that you can all try. And as as well as that, I mean, I said setting boundaries, setting routines and stuff like that. I'm sure you've all heard of bedtime routines. I'm sure you've all heard of morning routines. Our lives are not so simple with morning routines because two mornings of the week 
we are out at nursery, which I love because I have to be out by a certain time and we can say, look at the time, like, look at the clock when the big hand's on the 12, we're leaving and all that sort of stuff. Other days, we don't have specific, specific things planned. We don't have, we have groups that we need to go out, out at, at different times to nursery times. We have all sorts of different things happening. My husband works away, so we're not always in the same routine anyway because he's not around and or like I'm trying to juggle everything else and do all that sort of stuff so that's not so simple um we do have a strong bedtime routine um we brush our teeth we get our nappies on or whoever needs to gets a nappy on I don't personally get my nappy on um (laughs) then we we go upstairs we'll read some stories have a sing say good night to the sun and switch the light off um and then quite often have another sing and a cuddle or something like that that routine in the evening is so strong that littlest miss who is only nearly 15 months now she she finishes brushing her teeth and then she goes straight to the to the door to go upstairs so i know that that because our bathroom's downstairs i should say um we don't just have toothbrushes floating around in the in the bathroom (laughs) no we do have them in the bathroom we don't have them in the living room um so yeah so that routine is strong that helps build their expectations they know what's coming that doesn't mean that bedtimes are easy we have a lot of disturbed bedtimes um and recently we have had a few of very disturbed bedtimes whilst my husband has been away but that's another story um so yeah so i hope that's given you a couple of ideas on how you can help to give yourself better expectations to lay out the expectations for your children and hopefully free up your mind and free up their mind in the process to enjoy the moments that you're having without having the stress of having to do everything else at the same time and plan for what needs to come and worry that they're not going to do things um i'm not promising it will make them do things when you want every single time but laying out those expectations is such a big thing and it's very helpful um so yeah so good luck i hope you try that i hope it helps and let me know how it goes bye